What's up? This is Miss Chris. Don't forget the dollar sign. And you are now tuning in to the Chris Papichulo Miller podcast. Papichulo. Yeah, this is the Chris Papichulo Miller podcast, the hottest podcast out. I am Chris Papichulo Miller, of course. Question of the day. I cannot understand why do females and males, people in general for that matter, spin the block after they've either played you, dubbed you, or whatever as soon as you start thriving a little bit. One of my guests today said once he got his retail business going, he started receiving mad DMs. He said he wasn't even used to that type of energy from women. You may know him from owning Rote RBA, a boss selling trade store in Richmond, Virginia. I also have DJ Blacknificent on this episode, the hottest DJ in the Richmond area. We all went to Virginia State University together, VS you so we catch up a little bit relive some stories then talk about our passions and purposes and how they got everything started and they're also basketball fans so i had to see who they think is taking the finals this year this is episode 12 man i'm getting up there this is the chris poppy chula miller podcast all right you may know him because he got richmond popping with his boss selling trade business rotate rva you probably know him as Derek. However, I call him, I know him as Radio Raheem. <laughs> I'll touch base on that in just a second. And he's the hottest God. DJ in Richmond. I got Black, Blackity Black. What's good, you two? What up? What's good? What's good? Yo, yo. What's up, bro? What's up with y'all, man? How y'all living during this pandemic and everything? Uh, tell me, man. Take it one day at a time, you know? I'm not going to lie. The pandemic personally hit me. You feel me? I caught it, but it is what it is. I made it through. <laughs> yeah. You, you, when you say you caught it, like you caught, like you got COVID. Yeah, I had caught it. Um, it's crazy how this, how I'm thinking it happened. So me and my girl, we went to Cali, stayed out there for like three, four days, and came back. And like not a day or two later, you feel me? I went to Tropical Smoothie, and I had my favorite smoothie, the Bahama Mama. Yeah. Boy, I couldn't taste anything. I was confused. <laughs> My nose wasn't stuck. I knew I wasn't sick, but I couldn't taste anything. And then right after that happened, my nose started running. Then I started catching headaches, bro. <laughs> yo, I swear, everybody that I have up here caught that joint, yo. <laughs> bro, it's crazy. I don't know, but blessings be to God. You feel me? I'm, I'm good now, so. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Tell me about it, because I, I haven't caught it yet, but like, a, a lot of my friends have caught it. Like, what's it like? Honestly, bro, it's really nothing. Like, it's like having a common cold, bro, except you have some wild migraines, and you just don't taste anything. You know, when you usually get sick, your nose and stuff, so you're not going to taste anything or smell anything. Yeah. It's yeah. the exact opposite of that. You got your airways, you can smell everything, and all of that is regular. You just can't taste anything or smell anything. It's I, like it's like your sense just left your body. I guess it depends on the person, because my man said his was like the flu. He was like the flu. Yeah. But it was, but he couldn't taste. So he was like, he was trying to eat the steak, and when he was trying to eat that steak, he couldn't taste it, and he was blown. He was throwing the A one yeah. steak sauce on that joint. Or was trying to eat that joint. I was like, yo, what is going on? Bought, he bought a whole, he bought a whole T bone. Couldn't yeah. taste it. Yeah, rib eye. But um, how, especially for you, Derek, you got a retail store now. So like, how is how has COVID affected your business? Um. To be honest, COVID has kind of boosted our business, man. It's like oh, everybody's really? working from home now. Yeah, it really has. Like, like during COVID is when we moved out of the old store to the new store. Yeah. Because um, 
like we own a retail store, you know, so like people were working from home and people were getting their stimulus checks. People were scamming crazy off the stimulus checks and the uh, unemployment. Yeah. So as a result, they just kept they were coming in buying three to four sneakers at a time, you know. Dang. Uh, me and Brian, we just yeah, it was crazy, bro. It was yo, y'all. It was a blessing for us, man. Y'all niggas hiring? I need to come get a job with you. <laughs> <laughs> Put me All on right. the payroll. <laughs> Hey, listen, send me a resume, baby. Damn, I got some. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all hiring for? I may, I may pull up. I may pull up. Nah, I, I need somebody to dress up as our mascot and uh, and throw the sign outside. Oh hell no! Hell no. <laughs> 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 he try, he try, a a black. He try to have you like that dude in the new movie Soul with Jamie Foxx in them. <laughs> he try, uh, <laughs> he try to have you in the corner. <laughs> that, that's my man, though. <laughs> facts, facts. That's my I'm man. Fuck, I fuck with him. <laughs> Hey, so we all met at VSU freshman year. I still keep in contact with you guys pretty often, you know, to this day. But Derek, man, I met you at the at the uh, at the courts freshman year, and I remember I used to call you Radio Raheem because you had the exact same flat top, you had the same body built. I remember I said that, John. I had the whole course dying. <laughs> Cartoon character for real. All right, all right. We're we, we gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know we go back, boy. <laughs> nah, Chris, Chris, Chris will go all day if you don't stop him, bro. <laughs> Chris will go all day if you don't stop him. <laughs> Chris, bro, man. I'll never forget, man. Days at Williams. Yeah. And ran until the boxing champ. <laughs> oh. Uh, Wait, what happened? What happened at Williams, Joe? You don't remember? You got into that fight, and we had a low-key um, Royal Rumble downstairs. <laughs> it was a whole ring downstairs. Hey, Chris, that was you. That, that was, was Chris. That was you. Man, there was like... <laughs> he, had the, he, had the, he had the wildest stance I've ever seen in my life, boy. Bro. You'll hear the stance that, that, you, that I, I wouldn't have went up against it. What's exactly. that stance? Nah. I was like, oh, nah, this nigga knows yeah. something. I don't know how to fight this nigga, bro. Facts. Yo, Chris, you remember, remember, remember how you hit him with the fatality? Ow, like, like... That nigga was already on the ground and like he slid and uppercutted that nigga, bro. Off some Mortal Kombat shit. I did, nah. <laughs> Man, I... like, that <laughs> nah. See, you said what? <laughs> You don't remember that, bro? Nah, because I remember, like, slipping, like, because I remember it was snowing outside, right? So I was like, yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's get to the backstory. Like, like, what, what, do you remember what happened exactly? So the dude kept, the dude, so I had a, it was me and Aaron at the time. Remember Aaron? The, my yeah, my Aaron, roommate? Kyle so we, Weasel. yeah. He had a fist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so me and him, we used to keep, like, the door open because, like, you would come in our room, Derek. Uh, you know, Pulu would come in our room. Uh, you know, sometimes, like, Nardo and uh, Hugh would walk past. We would say what's up to them, low. So we would keep the door cracked or whatever. And then uh, Tulu, not Tulu, uh, what was the African boy that used to stay across the hole from me? I, 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 forgot. I, think, I think you're right with Tulu. I was just about to say, I think you're definitely right. Okay, yeah, Tulu. Right Tulu. Yeah, he used to come in our room all the time. So we used to leave the door cracked. 
But Devontae was in our room. Devontae, our RA, on our floor. Remember, uh, Dick? So he came in our room, and then this other... I'm in the closet. Remember in Williams how small the hallway is, or how small the room is? So I'm in the closet, and he, the dude bust open the door. Like, the, the dude that I ended up fighting, he bust open the door. And I was like, yo, like... Who is you busting into my room like this? Like, what's up? And he was like, uh, yeah, I'm here to see Vontae. I was like, yeah, bro, this is my room. Like, step outside, bro. Like, I don't know you. And so he, I guess he felt some type of way about that. And so he got he got drunk one night. And so I'm sitting, like, remember in Williams where the TV was, the couch that would face the, like, the doorway? So, in the lobby? Yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting in the couch that faces the door, like my back is to the door. And like, you know, when somebody come in, you would automatically turn around and see who came in. So he come in with the, the dude that had the missing tooth from DC. I forgot his name, but after I beat his mans up, he tried to be my friend or whatever. But uh, he came in, <laughs> he came in and they were like, yeah, that's the dude right there. And they started talking you mad talking junk. Ali. Huh? You talking about Ali? Nah, nah, think, Ali. Ali was my roommate at the beginning. Nah, Ali, nah, Ali. Okay, okay. Oh, okay, so um, they were staying on the first floor, though, on, like, G side. And so they were going over there, and um, he was like, there he go right there. And I'm like, whoa, I got beef with somebody I don't even know about. I'm like, what's up with this? <laughs> so then the dude started, like, talking mad junk, and he's, like, uh, getting mad close to me, and then he tried to, like, point at my face. But I'm like, bro, I can't get in trouble for fighting, bro. Like, I can't get in, in trouble for the fighting over this dude. Like, especially like this. Like, I don't even know what I'll be fighting for. So I'm giving, I'm trying to, like, play it cool, play it cool. And uh, he kept getting disrespectful. And so G came to me, was like, he was like, yo, like, I, I see what he's doing. Like, if you want to go downstairs or, I, no, he's, no, they, they like, let's go outside. And so I'm like, yeah, somebody give me some boost or whatever. Because I ain't had no boost at the time. So they, it was snow outside. I was like, yeah, somebody give me some boost. And I think that big dude, Jalen or something, he was like, you want some boost? I was like, man, I need something. I ain't about to be fighting, get snow all in my joint. I don't like the cold, bro. <laughs> so he's, so they like, uh, G come to me. He's like, yeah, I mean, like, I see what he's doing. Like, you know, if you want to handle your business, you could go downstairs and handle your business. And um, so I'm like, all right, bet. I was like, you, you, I ain't gonna get in trouble. He was like, nah, like you got my word. I was like, all right, bet. He was like, I ain't see nothing. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna say nothing. So we, we go downstairs. I get my shoes. I get, I get these Penny Hardaways. That's the only, the only shoes that I have like that I can like do something. And the rest was like, y'all remember I had like shoes, but I wasn't like no like. <laughs> crazy shoes like I had nice shoes there so the only jumps I had that I was going to be messing up was uh some Penny Hardaways and so I go downstairs and those are like heavy shoes like the the yeah those are heavy shoes yeah exactly so (laughs) so I got the Penny Hardaways and we downstairs and I'm like bro I'm not like the man disrespecting me so I'm not about to go downstairs and just be like yo you hit me first or whatever I'm like like I'm gonna go now because like I done got the green light so I'm like as soon as I get down there I'm a you know, go down there and I'm gonna handle my business. So I went down there. I remember it was wet, bro. And I was like, as soon as I put on my stance, I slipped. I was like, oh no. Nah. As soon as I put on my my stance, I slipped. But I hit him. I still hit him because I wasn't going lot. I wasn't. I didn't want him to push me. Or I didn't want. I didn't. I didn't want all these people to go downstairs and be like, yo, you push me. You push me. You know how people be doing that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to handle my business. So I slipped, but I, I punched him, and then I just started going in. And I, that's all I remember. I remember he slipped. After, I, like, I dropped him and he slipped and he fell. And then he got, I think he might have got back up real quick 
and then I slipped. And then so when I slipped, people were like, yeah, uh, we wanted it to be fair. So I'm glad that you did slip because we didn't want it to be unfair. But I slipped, but I got back up and I handled mine. And I remember I tried to charge at him. And as I'm as I'm going to punch him, I'm slipping. And I guess that's where the uppercut came in that, which you, that you guys were talking about. But I just remember that joint happened to Mad Fast. Somebody had the video on it and it looked like I was just going crazy like on him. And it just was like everywhere. And I remember he dropped and I was ready to kind of stomp him out. And Black, you grabbed me. And that was the end of that. That was all she wrote. But then the next day, there was... No, I think later that night, y'all all came to my do my room. And they was like plotting on me outside, waiting for me to pop out. But y'all was like looking out. And then the next day, uh, I think he came in the bathroom when Nardo was in there. And he was like, yo, bro, like I was drunk. Like I ain't mean it like that. And then the, the dude with the missing tube tried to be my friend and all that. But yeah, that was... A, I, I, I vaguely remember that. But I remember I was rusty. I was out of shape because I remember I was in the room. I was like, yo, I need some water. Like, I feel like I'm about to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really went 12 rounds, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's some good times at Williams, boy. Now, now we, we all did stay in the same dorm. Like, talk about how lit Williams was and how lit freshman year was because I don't think people that go to Virginia State now know exactly how lit it was like we probably had the most lit class that ever touched that campus I, we even had upperclassmen like yo like y'all class is lit it's wild right yeah I, I think our dorm was just the littest because well our ra is cool as hell you feel me yeah they they let us get away with anything for the most part did because so. we didn't have no visitation they still let us bring girls through like i just said the ga let me fight <laughs> you let me handle my. They, they let us throw a party, right? We threw a party. Bro, right? what? Oh yeah, One I think the it, biggest bangers on campus. In uh, <laughs> in, in the basement, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that because like they had like people setting that up with the like confetti or the little drapes going down the in the uh doorwell, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, I remember that joint. And, and, and Williams Willie, had the setup too, bro. Like. Yo, with the, uh, the windows? Yeah. The basement? Yeah. The basement? Yeah. 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 Not caught, but like I had to sneak the girl out with like my clothes on so I wouldn't get caught. And then another time the dude saw me walking out with a girl and I had to turn off or he turned off the keypad. Like how you swipe to get in, he turned off the keypad. And so Antoine helped me he helped me through the window to come in because the dude had turned off the keypad. He was trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> the the, yeah, the the old man. Proud, man. The old man that was there. Cause remember during the weekend they didn't have nobody in the lobby and it was just the old man from town, so he had he was like he had caught me I had lost track of time and he caught me walking in and out and I was like oh cuz but that window saved me bro. <laughs> you couldn't see anything, boy. I know, cause when when we were leaving we turned we left the lights off. We left the lights off the car so we couldn't read the license plate or nothing like that. And he was waiting for me the whole day, bro. Waiting for you, boy. Yeah. Uh, Derek, we also had we also had psych together. We also had psych class, but through like basketball, sports is how we got cool. Black, I don't remember how me and you actually met, but I remember once I found out you were from Arlington. Me and you just got. I feel like we got 
close and cool because we were both from like the same area. Right, the DMV. Yeah. Do you remember actually how we met though? Where we met at? It had to be on the court, bro. Cause that's really where I met most of most of the day ones, bro. Like the basketball court was really the scene. The first day moved in. I didn't know what to do with myself, so I'm like, bro, <laughs> I saw the basketball court was lit, so I'm about to go out there. <laughs> and, bro, it was just over from there. It was just over from there because everybody was letting their game talk. Everybody was really playing out there. Yeah. Hey, trying out for state. Hey, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, everybody did. That's crazy because, like I told y'all, like, I wanted to, uh, like, basketball was life before school. So when I found out I got admitted to Virginia State, I wanted to try to walk on. And then once I got on campus and I found out it was, uh, you know, I was academic probation and then that so many people had the same intentions that's when I was like oh nah like I ain't even about to go through all this on campus it didn't matter <laughs> you said what everybody on campus was trying to get on, get on the team boy <laughs> <laughs> they were, bro. bro. I had to, I had created these shoes and all that, these Kobe's that I wanted to play in and all that. Oh, um, wait. Which one on Nike ID? Yeah. Hey, yo. He's funny. He's funny. Yo, you remember, like, like the first couple of days uh, at VSU, like, like the, the, the park was like Rucker Park out there, bro. It was, it was. Always, bro. And, and freshman oh, week, something. freshman week was lit, too. Oh my God! Freshman week was jumping. <laughs> See, it, like I think it was different because you feel me, the campus was split up. Yeah. Perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly. And we had like, to get out to, to talk and mingle. For the freshmen, for the freshmen, girls is on one side of the campus. For the boys, they on another side of campus. Yeah. So had to make everybody stay outside, bro. Yeah. It was like that. Exactly. Exactly, bro. Out on campus, I never forget the first day. Somebody got kicked out. Shorty got caught. To give a hand on uh, President's lawn, bro, in a gazebo, all types. Oh, of I remember those oh, jokes. Yeah. <laughs> that, yo, that that news spread like wildfire. It was like, yo, what's that? Getting caught in a gazebo on the first day. What you telling your parents? <laughs> <laughs> did y'all did y'all ever do anything like that? Did y'all ever get any head or hit a joint outside? Not anything like that? No. No. I, I was not playing them games. That that set the tone. I'm not playing outside. Bro, I ain't gonna hold you. I did on uh, I did on uh, you know those steps going like if you're going down to like the railroad tracks, those I, steps. I know exactly what you're talking about. I did on them steps. <laughs> bro, I heard those steps were violated by millions of people. Hey man, I just got in and got out. <laughs> hey, because you stupid. You've been some crazy good no. times, actually. Look, so black. I remember one time, like I think this was when we was staying at the quads. I needed a, I needed a condom real quick and I went to your joint boy y'all because y'all were roommates like sophomore year before Derek before you went to VCU man I remember I asked you for I think you might have pulled one out or something I asked you for one if you had if you had some supply yo you had the box like Steve Harvey off of <laughs> love don't cost a thing boy that j- <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, back. Black won't, black won't play. He won't play, man. That, 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 that crazy. The crazy part was that wasn't even me. That was my cousin before he left. He slid me a bag full of a whole bunch of bullshit. 
but he was just looking out for me, bro. And I, that, I was like, 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 damn, bro. Like, this is kind of wild. Like, but I said it. Bro, so when you got all of that supply, yo, like, are you were you on like some how to be a player like some Bill Bellamy or like you, they was just there or like were you just for the for your boys like, bro? It was just there. You feel me? Like it, whatever happens, happened because it was freshman year and niggas was just out to have some fun, bro. You feel me? And I don't know about y'all. I was out there by myself type shit, so I had to get to know people and shit like that. So and I know yeah. when people you start getting out there, you feel me? Shit start getting wild and fun. So yeah. <laughs> Crazy, like, but I won't tell you a story, but it's like, I just remember when it was me, you, and Brandon, and maybe Nardo, we were, we were like, walking around um, at night on campus, and just, like, trying to bag shorties and shit, just trying to have fun and stuff like that, and Brandon would always be at your neck talking about your black, you ain't about to bag no bitches. Every Brandon time. Brandon always say, you ain't about to bag nothing until you too black. <laughs> and, <laughs> and black, I you know, about to do that. You know, black, black, he hit a tipping point, where he, he just got pissed. <laughs> and this nigga left, and like, I swear he bagged like twenty five bitches, dog. Like he's like he went on For a real? rampage, bro. A, a rampage, yes, bro. bro. Bagging. And sick of Brandon, just keep on saying I'm <laughs> bag nothing, bro. I don't know why he was out here, like just keep on talking shit. So I went back to the, bro. It was funny, right? So I definitely left, and I went took a shower, and I was thinking to myself, bro, like Yo, I'm sick of this, bro. Why, why you keep picking on me about this? I said, I said, man, fuck this. You tell me I'm about to go Super Saiyan. You feel me? I'm just attacking whatever. And the shit worked, bro, like. <laughs> and then that's when that led to me becoming a promoter and then just knowing the mad people on campus, bro, you feel me? Like, a lot of people know me out there. Yeah. Not on, like, some, like, cocky shit, but, like, a lot of people know me just because I was out there and I was meeting everybody type shit. Would, you, would y'all would say that BBS helped y'all with that? Because once y'all joined BBS, I remember y'all was, y'all was going 24-7. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember Chris saying that. Chris was like, y'all celebrities that are on Hollywood. I'm not going to lie. You could kind of say because BBS was like half a campus. Facts. Facts. Bro. There were so many members in BBS. I was sick I didn't join that joint because when I saw y'all going all the time and I, y'all would come back with like these three or four new girls that I didn't know us with before, I was like, damn, I wish I would have joined that joint. But I, because I wanted to join, but I was going. Like, I think I was with like the girl I was going with at that time. And I think I came back and y'all came back with like y'all folders that y'all was in that joint. I was like, what? I was like, that joint was yeah. today? Yeah, yeah I remember G, uh, G was telling us about it. I remember G asked me over Chris that with Chris. Yeah, he's like, yeah, bro. So, like, we did our thing, you know. Oh, sick. Because G was putting the pressure on us to join. He was like, I want y'all to join. Like, stop playing. Like, but why y'all all right? <laughs> I, I will say, though, I, I will say that uh, BBS, for me at least, that shit definitely broke me out of my shell a little bit. Like, like, I was always, like, like, a, kind of yeah. shy introverted one a little bit, you yeah. know? Like, y'all niggas was always, like, y'all niggas was always dope and, like, extroverted and shit. I was, like, introverted a little bit. So, with BBS, it kind of helped me just, like, meet more people and get out of my shell and network better. Like, Black was, like, networking. Yeah. I sucked at that shit, so I kind of, I needed that shit for help, you know? Even, even you. I would test BBS to that. Yeah, even you, because I remember that's when you start. I ain't going to hold you. That's when you start pulling in these drums. I was like, oh, Derek got a drum? He got another drum? Like, I couldn't keep up with you at that point after that. Um, <laughs> it's Beach Boy shit with the dunks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
man. <laughs> and, 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 he, and he had the Michael Jordan hoop ring in his ear. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Hey, the funniest joint. Hey, Black, do you remember when he got that earring stuck in his ear? He had to go to the hospital for that joint? Uh, yes, sir. He had to go to Southside. Yo. He had to go to Southside. We was like, yo. And then they had to walk back, too. Yo, we was like, yo, how did you get that joint stuck in your ear, yo? Like, you wasn't rotating that joint? Like, you didn't take that joint out? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was my first earring, bro. My first joint. So, it was like, I guess I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't rotate it out. I didn't clean it thoroughly like I thought I was. And a keloid grew over the back of the earring. Yo. Like, I feel like overnight. Like, I tried to take, take the, the back off. And all of was skin. Yeah. And I was like, yo, where, where's the back at? Yo, the whole the whole back of the area was inside my earlobe. Yo, that yeah, was the craziest joint. I remember that joint. You was like, yo, I gotta go to the hospital. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, boy? We was like, yo, what's wrong with your ear? Yeah. Had a bug yeah. going in his shit. If, if you would have seen the face from the doctor when I told him what happened, he was thinking that I, like I was a dirty figure walking there. I remember Pulu was joking on you for that joint too. <laughs> Being that y'all were roommates, y'all in BBS together, y'all we've known each other since freshman year. What's the wildest story that y'all have involving some girls? Because I don't know what y'all could have done. Y'all could have done master. Because even when we had visitation in the quads, you know, y'all were still roommates. What's the craziest story y'all got? Bro, that the funny part is, bro, like, me and him had girls. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think, like, me, the wildest thing... Uh, wildest. I can't think of me, but we, we never like like smashed two shorties in the room at the same time. We never we never did that. Black, black, yo, black, I'm black, black definitely. <laughs> All right, so I'll be, I'll be like when when black bring a shorty over, I'm like cool, bring a girl over here, and shit, uh, and I'll be like sleeping, and black, black, yeah, I'm about to go to sleep with her, I'm about to chill. And in the middle of the night, I look over and black will have a drawn down and have a doggy style smack a head on cheek on the side of the bed. Hey, I remember y'all telling me that too. <laughs> with, with no regard from my sleep. Like, like fuck, like, they ain't got to hear right now. <laughs> black, black, black over trial positions. <laughs> bro, bro. It was like in the middle of the, like in the, middle of the dark. So I was like, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm, letting, I'm letting them get shit off. Yo, I remember coming to y'all room because y'all stayed on the fourth floor, right? I think I used to come to y'all room in the yeah, corner. Why? Yeah, in the corner. I used to come to y'all room and then y'all would tell me these stories. <laughs> Yo, you, you'd you be like, Derek would be like, yeah, Black had a girl over. <laughs> That's a fact. Because we always got to let each other know type shit. You don't want to walk in on nobody. Yeah, let me know. I'll go somewhere else, bro. Yeah, because that's what I used to. That's what I used to say to you. I'd be like, "Yo, why are you still here? Like, you gotta, you ain't gonna be able to sleep with that joint." Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, fucking nah, deep, man. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Nah. We both was really wiped up though on some funny time and like, <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy. First girl for never. You talking about? You talking about the joint? Yeah, we 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 gonna bring that. Hey, what happened with? Hey, what happened with that June? 
There was is that the same joint? No, 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 no. That was another joint. Remember the joint you used to bring through the Williams? Yeah, I used to order like Chinese food together. And I'd be like, yo, Derek, like you really falling for this girl. Like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, I don't I, Huh? I don't I don't remember what you're talking about. Nah, yeah, the the it's joint that's the joint that's from around my way. I don't wanna say her name. With the joint that's from yeah. around my way, like Stafford. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 That's that's the one. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's another joint. I'm talking about the first joint. And and, and you ended up like dogging her or something, and she was tight. Remember? <laughs> remember? Uh, hey, I'm about to mute the mic real that quick. Was, that wasn't Williams. Nah, it that was. Year. I'm about to, yeah. So I, yeah, I remember he was talking about, bro. I feel bad about it to this day, man. <laughs> Like, we weren't like we weren't like doing nothing crazy. We were just like like talking and shit. We still eat Chinese food and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then I, I met another shorty that I was just fucking with way harder. But like back then, I just didn't know how to like lay it on her. Like yo, uh, I don't want to do this no more. Oh, I did that. I did that too. <laughs> yeah, so I, I instantly naturally just instantly went to like juggling both of them. You feel know I me? Mean? And I was doing that. And one day I told the first shorty, I told her. Yo, I'm about to go do this. And she's like, all right, cool. And I went to get the other shorty. We went to the mall together. And we came back on the shuttle. And as we're walking off the shuttle, the first shorty standing right there. And I'm, I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be like at the crib. I'm sorry, you feel me? Like, I'm supposed to, not, I'm supposed to no, not be nowhere near where I'm at right now. I walk off the shuttle. And my, my, my dumb ass, I look right at her. And I'm like, I just walk away. <laughs> This guy is crazy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that, that 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 was the last time I spoke to the first time for for the most part. Yo, yeah, I just remember man. he was like, yo, I dogged her, like, I did her bad. I was like, yo, what happened? He was I like... Did it so <laughs> like, it was bad, but you feel me? They wasn't a thing, though. Exactly. But I, I get it, though. I get she it, thought though. it was, though. She thought it was. She was ready. She did. And, and I, I, I was, like, leading her on to shit. So that's my fault. I take but, Yeah. Yeah. But we weren't really thanks for her. No, I was saying like, what's the funniest, what's the stories that y'all got together? And he, we, he was bringing up the times where, you know, you was hitting the joints in the room and then we just got onto that about, you know, <laughs> about Derek. But what's some, what's a crazy story that you could think of that y'all had together? Together, um... Cause I would have thought y'all would have been slinging Jones the way you know y'all was y'all was roommates y'all had all the plays y'all knew all the people like I thought y'all would have been like slinging Jones. Bro, a lot of them were friends, bro. For real? Jesus, <laughs> slinging. A lot of them were friends. You feel me? But the the craziest scenario I think that we had was. Man, it's crazy because I'm over here trying to think, bro. It's been a lot of nights, a lot of yeah, a lot of drunk up. nights too, man. Like, yeah. But with me and Eric, because it was mad simple with me and him, because we ain't really do too much together, bro. Whenever, like he said, whenever something happened, we would split time, or we would go somewhere else. I would go somewhere, he would go somewhere. But the oh man, 
like I know you got some wild nights, bro. You got some wild nights. Black, right? Black, 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 black short door right there. I am, bro. My my mind is racing right now, bro. All right, let's come back. Let's come back to that. Let's come back to that one. No, he, he gonna forget. We can't, we can't let him off the hook. We can't let him off the hook. <laughs> I'm weak. Uh, okay. Um, me and Derek. I'm trying to think. Cause if. If uh, yeah. had any- uh, I'm gonna bring it back up. I'm gonna bring it back up. So look, yeah, <clears throat> Derek, when I think about when I think about girls, and I'm talking about girls with you, I always think about this story too. Remember one time you, <laughs> remember one time when we were staying in one of the dorms, and you were saying you was getting some head from this one girl, <laughs> and she was sucking your soul. You know how like when you when you getting a twerk from a girl, and she the your man is holding you up against the wall or whatever, holding you up. <laughs> you remember that time you said you was getting head from one. <laughs> Enjoy and <laughs> the wall was holding you up. <laughs> My man's toes was curling. <laughs> hey, with that, I want to yeah. know that. So, this is a situation. Each guest, I got a different situation. I want to know for you guys would you rather be able to receive head for the rest of your life, no sex, or would you rather have sex for the rest of your life, no head? I'd rather have sex for the rest of my life, no head. Um, yeah. this, y'all answered that joint quick. I was like, "Yo, this is kind of hard for me. Why, why suck so quick for you?" Bro, nothing feels like the vagina. I mean, I can feel me head is head, but nah, bro. I want to be able to experience it. <laughs> I, I, even for me, bro, man, I've, I've experienced unicorn head twice in my life. And I've experienced head a lot. Yeah, good head is it's so hard to come by, bro. So hard to come by that. Now I've, I've experienced, you know, good pussy. Yeah. Often, you feel me? Like it doesn't look like the pussy, man. Nothing like it, bro. Yeah, I so said I the I said the sex head. too because I just like that drunk clapping on me. Feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, Derek, you end up leaving Virginia State early. You end up going to VCU. What's girls was better? Cause now you going from an HBCU where it's only major, it's majority black girls, to VCU, where I guess you consider a PWI. You got all different. You got Asian Jones. You got Spanish Jones. What's yeah, what set of girls was better for you? For me. VCU, I did enjoy it more when it came to the uh, women, but um, <laughs> I can't even hold you, bro. Like, yeah, VCU got a, a more diverse selection of women. Yeah. But but at VSU, man, you see some of the most beautiful women, like black women you ever seen in your fucking life, bro. Like models, bro, at VSU, bro. So like, I feel like there's a lot of beautiful women at VSU. VCU, uh, you you don't see it's not the ratio is like that where it's like. Yeah, you walk outside of VSU and you can see fifty beautiful women, bro. Like walking down, it's like a fashion show. Heels up, dolled up, looking looking amazing at VSU. At VSU, man, shorties in sweatpants and they running shoes, just trying 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 to get the classes and you know passing tests and whatnot. Shorties ain't really trying to show out like that. For real? I was like, I'm, I'm dead ass, yeah. Right? Because <laughs> like, when I when I was walking. When I was thinking about going to college, my uh my barber he went to VCU. And he was like, yo, like. 
I got these these joints that's really from like Asia, like out here. Like these joints is from like Cali and all these different beautiful women. And he was like, yo, it's just a different experience. I, I always wanted to transfer from VSU to experience just a different, you know, vibe too. But I remember you, you have like you and some other people that were transferred, they would have like them transfer credits too. So I was like, yo, I don't, I don't want to have to deal with that shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the transfer was a little bit in the way, man. L- luckily, I, I did really good my sophomore year at BSU to make that that move over there. But um, your man was right though, bro. Like, yo, hey, we got like the, the sorority and fraternity life out here is crazy. Like now, this is divine now with the black side of it. Yeah. It's like, you know, all the other councils in fraternity sorority life, bro. You yeah. got all Asian Greeks and sororities, all Latino Greeks and sororities and whatnot, bro. So it's like, you can just imagine the different type of shorties that go out here, you know? So it was like, it's mad diverse in here, bro. I didn't really communicate with all of them like that. I was mainly in my own circle, my own type of people, you know? Yeah. So I can't really speak to And then that, especially but. since VCU is more spread out, you probably don't even see half the joints on there. It's, it's a whole city, man. It's like Richmond, yeah, like downtown Richmond is pretty much VCU, you know? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> now, as we talking about like the city and VCU, like when you talk about women and their independence now, a lot of people that are from the city, a lot of, you know, women from the city, they're more independent because they have to grow up and learn on their own. But what do y'all think about the like independence of women now? Because even like a nice dude that may want to like hold a girl back for her or like open the door for her or like pay for things. The women now act like we can't add value to their life. They got to do everything on their own. Like, we just some scums from underneath the bottom of their shoes or something. They just be dogging us now. Why y'all think this independence is so, you know, advanced now? <laughs> like, you want to go first to me? Nah, you can go ahead and do it, Brody. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is for real that make women really want to be super independent with the whole I don't need a nigga for shit mentality. Yeah, they're crazy. I, 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 I feel like we, we, can, we can offer a lot to certain women, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, short, some shorties, and this is my experience, my experience. Yeah. Some shorties be swearing, some shorties, like, like you try to talk to the shorty and she be like, oh, I, I, I deserve better. And in my head, I'm like, but no, no, you don't. <laughs> like, 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 the, 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 the bar that y'all hold ourselves up to sometimes is a bar that they they want to well, reach. How do I word this? I'm trying to word this right <laughs> without getting canceled. <laughs> you said without getting canceled. They be trying to set the bar too high for like their own standards. Like they be trying to do things. They be trying to make us do things that they wouldn't even do for themselves. It's exactly, man. Like, yo, if you eat at Chick Fil A and McDonald's on the regular. Don't expect a man that's going to give you roof crisps. You feel me? Like, yeah. It doesn't make sense like that. You know, like, live, live in your own means. <laughs> you feel me? Like, it's like, yeah. like show, show me that, man. So. And then when 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 you show them, like, a, that you could be the good dude, right? Like, that they be asking for a one for whatever. Then they be like, there's no, then they want to dog you. And then be like, there's no good dudes out here. <laughs> they always say that though you feel me just cause they feel a certain type of way from one dude they be hurt but I mean I understand it but you gotta get past that sweetie they be cause it's been made they be, where niggas gotta keep that too yeah they be quick to put us in the box right <laughs> yeah bro always why you I, think I, I, but a lot 
or majority of them. Yeah. Why you think they act like this whole independence wave? Like they like we can't add value to them. I'm not saying they need us. They need us in order to survive. They acting like we can't even add value to them now. I mean, it's like that because women are trying to show how independent they can be. And I mean, they got every right to do that because it's been years, some decades, you feel me? I'm, I'm not even going to say this. Since the beginning of Earth, you feel me, women haven't really got the respect that they really deserve because to me, a woman definitely goes through a lot. And without them, it wouldn't be no more souls. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. they definitely do a lot, but some of them are going about it wrong. And that's what I feel like that's what's really going on about this independency stuff. I mean, of course a woman could be independent. I love an independent woman. Yeah. I don't want no woman to do on me. You feel yeah, me? exactly. I want her to be at out of liability so yeah motherfucking i it's just you feel me the the media and and you feel me the the cardi b's the the city <laughs> girls you feel me i, I, I was about to say that the, i think the, the style you role models yeah yeah that's their role model i mean they talk yeah. about that stuff you get what i'm saying some of them be about it most of them don't really be about that, you feel me? But it is what it is, you feel me? They try to live like that, but don't know that. These women are already up there and at that status, so they can do that because they super independent. Yeah. You feel me? They got their own things coming in type shit, so they can live like this, they can do that type shit. But yeah. it's just that, they can live like that and act like that, but nah, what are you talking about? You're still getting four for four from Wendy's. What are you telling me right now? <laughs> Don't come up to me talking about yeah. Let's let's go to Fleming's or let's go to um, there you go. let's go to um. I'm not well. I'm gonna throw it up there. Man, motherfuckers, we think this shit cheesecake factory. Like you feel me, <laughs> motherfucking um or seafood buffet. Don't come to me talking about yeah. That's where you want to go. That's where you want me to take you. Can yeah. you take me there? Yeah. And then they want this. They want this dude now that's going to set up like this whole like marriage type date. Now I saw one girl say a tree like. Come on, this 2021, don't ask me out and I got to pick out every little thing. Like, shit, I would think, like, you would need some input on what you want to do, too. Like, this ain't no, like, all right, I'm going to pick you up at 8 o'clock every date. Like, why do they be thinking, like, every date should be like that? <laughs> exactly. And, and I feel like you should recognize the initiative, too, you know. Like, if I hit you up and I want, I want to take you out, I want to... And I ask you where you want to go. So I'm sure you don't like that. They, they want you to come with a place where you're going to go already, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I, I, I'm trying to take you out, you know? Like, where do you want to go so, so you can enjoy the food that we go to, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like we, like we read minds, so we're supposed to know where they want to go. Exactly. Like, you're not going, like, <laughs> say they don't like Applebee's. I may go to Applebee's. They're like, oh, you're taking me to Applebee's? And now it's like a bad vibe. Like, that's why I asked you where we go. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. we low-key kind of set the standard low-key but it's like nah we don't it's weird bro you feel me it's just something that's been on this earth for mad long just setting standards for niggas type shit yeah <laughs> now that y'all okay huh we can't we low-key can't set standards well I mean, Whoa, what, you, wait, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Because no matter what, you feel me, there's going to be some type of baggage coming with something. You get what I'm saying? Like, like, so for instance, um, like you mean like our standards are unattainable? Or what do you mean? No, nah, not unattainable. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to say it, bro. And it's fucking me up because I feel like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fuck up with this shit. <laughs> nah, I feel you. That. That's how I felt like five minutes ago. Yeah, I'm gonna just pass the mic. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I feel like it is important for dudes to set a standard, though, because, like, when you're getting into a relationship, they need to know, like, you know, although we don't set, we do kind of set the standard from the jump. Like, we approach the girl nine times out of ten. So we should be setting the standard on how things should go and what we do and don't like. But it also is the communication on, you know, seeing what they do and don't like, too. And a certain point of it, though, it do rely on what we allow and what we accept. Uh-huh. And, and that's the communication, though, you know, it's like, set the standards, you know, lay, lay the groundwork, lay the rules out of what you can't accept, what you, what you don't accept, you know? Like, yeah. yeah you gotta, it's, it's, it's all communication, you gotta learn yeah. your traumas, learn to make your triggers, and vice versa. So yeah. You know how to move that, that walking ground, you know, to where it's all cohesive. But in terms of baggage, do you mean black, like in terms of baggage, do you mean like if you set a standard, like this girl may have more baggage than another girl or like she may bring in on more things that like, you don't like? Like everybody starts off as a liability, you get me? But more so women are more the liability just due to the fact that we have to put up a more. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like... We, we got you know, we got to show them what we can bring to the table. Nobody really asking a woman what can they bring to the table because we just, we the ones going after them. So they just feel like yeah. it's a standard like coming after me. So I don't really got to do too much. Yeah, you get me like type yeah. thing. That's what I was. That's where I was getting at. <laughs> yeah. But it's like it's like cause just because we're going at we're coming up to them, approaching them. Yeah, I think you da da da. You feel me? And then. Y'all start talking and doing this, you gotta show, like, I'ma just say, like, show off. You gotta take them out, you gotta take them on a date or buy them something nice, you feel me, like that. A man acts like that, acts for something like that, it'll be like, excuse me? Yeah. What did you just ask me for? Yeah, I saw a post too. I'm not gonna say all of them. I'm not gonna say all of them. Yeah. But I'm going to say the majority of them, you feel me? My wifey now, though, she don't do that. Because she just always wants to get it. But I've been in some relationships where it's like, Damn, nigga, where my gifts at? Like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. You feel me? Or like, um, damn, when we going out to eat? When we, when, like, what's going on? I'm trying to go out, look nice. Like, okay, I'll get you, you feel me? But sometimes things got to be done, and you got to wait. But some women are impatient. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's why I stress the importance of, like, like, like even, even my, my shorty right now, that like, you got to find someone that's like you, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. in, in the most possible ways. Like, even my shorty, she wouldn't, she, she didn't want to go out and like travel and stuff like she but it's like she pushed me to do stuff that I, I normally don't even do like she wants to travel more and go see the world more which I would definitely want to do but I'm a lazy nigga yeah so, like, that's lit do that shit yeah <laughs> so it's like she'll bring it up and I'll be like alright fuck it let's do it but it's like if she was never to bring it up I promise you I would never bring never it up do it. I would yeah. never do it so it's like she's pushing me to do the doper shit when I was going mm-hmm. to eat like going out to eat like basic sex shit you feel me like like Push me to do shit that we both want to do, but it's just going to take effort to do it, you know? So you never think about traveling, Derek? No, I always, think, I always want to travel, but I'm a, I'm very cheap, man. And, and <laughs> like the downside is I have, to, I have the money to do it, but I'm so cheap that when I see that to go to Philly for a weekend and do it how I want to do it, get a rental car, get a nice Airbnb. It'll be comfortable. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna spend like a rack, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in my head, I'm like, damn, do I want to spend that? Yeah, 
and like, I won't even do it. But she'll just be like, nigga, stay for it, you know? And if we can stay for it, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, life experiences are the best thing. So it would be better to just, you know, take that trip and take that travel because, you know, there's millions of places around the world to go to and travel. So that is something good for you. You needed that then. <laughs> Uh, 100%, bro. Uh, all, all I would know is Petersburg and Richmond. And <laughs> <laughs> the Sam Fawcett. the Sam Fawcett. <laughs> uh, so now, with you starting this business now, like we talked about how when you get certain things, different attributes, such as joining different organizations, going to different things, you got this business now that you're owner of. Did the girl start coming, did the girl start coming out the woodworks now that you popping or whatever? You popping or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was it was kind of out of nowhere for me. Like I said, I'm still kind of an introvert a little bit, but uh, I had Jordy sliding in my in my DMs. You know, I was like, I was in accustomed to that right there, bro. I was like, this energy is mad different, bro. You feel me? But um, just because you're an owner, just because you're an owner now. I guess yeah, I guess so. Like they walk in the store and they shop and they be like, who owns this? Everybody point right at me, and I'm like, all right, that's me. You know, but it's like. It's like Chris, I, 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 I'm still like that shy nigga. Like everybody, I, don't, I hate attention, but nigga, I don't like that shit. So it's like, mm-hmm. For real? I ain't about to walk. Yeah, it's like Brian. Brian's, the, Brian's like the faces that you dig. Like Brian's the one. Mm-hmm. Like you know how Brian, how Brian is. Yeah, Brian, that nigga that gets out. That nigga knew he yeah. was gonna open some news. Yeah, I remember yeah, when I came go. to your crib, he had mad people over uh, in his room and all that. And he was, because he, he was the one that was the iota, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So, so if he's there, you pretty much shy away from everything. You said what? So if he's at the if he's in the building with you, you pretty much shy away from everything. I I, I, be, I be focused on what's important, man, like the money. You know, that's, that's why I've been Ooh, about, bro. Yeah, Phil, you yeah. heard you nah, heard. It's crazy, bro. I can attest to that, bro. He's really just in the background. He's counting inventory. He's doing count ups. He's making sure all the receipts add up, bro. Yeah. During the day, he he just walks around and makes sure everything is functioning, bro. Like Derek, yeah, the real the real the real big fish, bro. He's different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what you got to do. That's what, that's what interests me, man. You feel me? I, I walk around trying to bag, bag every show in the world. That's not, that doesn't really interest me for like that. You know? that's, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when I get fly and uh, it makes some money, man. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yeah, but, that's what, when you get on your yeah. shit, that's when everybody want to come around. So did your girl approach you then? Uh, no, 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 no. I I, I uh, approached her off, no, junior year at VCU. Met her, met her at a house party. I approached her. Oh, damn. So y'all been so, together for a minute. Now we got together, we just knew each other. Like, I approached her, we talked for a little bit, texted on and off. And we were just friends for the most part. And it, it got serious, like, um, about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. So, how did this whole story? <laughs> hey, hey, Black. Oh, the boy's in love. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all hilarious, man. Hey, how did the how did the whole business take place? Cause I remember at, at Virginia State, like you was always big in like them oh, them ugly man. SBs and all that, and the you know the socks and all. I remember you. <laughs> what? You couldn't wait to say that. Shit. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the what? The ugly. Hey, I remember you used to have. I I remember you used to have socks on deck too. You gave me uh you know my first pair of Jordan socks. What made you like interested in opening your own business and how did that all you know how did that play turn out? I never um, so when, when we came to VCU, me and my brother 
we was always thrifting just for our, for ourselves, just to get clothes. You feel me? Like we weren't rich and all that shit, so we thrift to get clothes for love. And for me, vintage clothing is always been the best. Like back in the day, the designs were always fire mm-hmm. and whatnot. So we thrift a lot, and we get a lot of clothes. And like, so my brother would sell pack. Mm-hmm. So you come to our crib, and if you're there to buy a pack, and there's like five clothing racks with mad clothes on it, you know, and you're like, oh shit. What is all this? And you go to the clothing racks and you just shop along, you feel me? Yeah. And then um, you just buy stuff too. But what really pushed us is, I'll tell this story. When I first came to VCU, you know, we had round two up here, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So round two, I used to go to round two every day because that, that shit was flying fuck. But I had no bread for real, for real. So I go to round two and I steal. Like, oh, I remember that. I still, <laughs> I still mad. Close, you got bro. kicked out of there, right? Like they banned you from yeah, there, son. I, I got <laughs> caught, man. Yeah, Luke, Luke caught me, man. Motherfucker, man. Yo, I, yo, I took this Hawks jersey, man. It was a Hawks and Tumble champion jersey. That joint go for like 120. I was like, oh, I need this. <laughs> I, I took that joint. I took that joint. I went to the dressing room. It, yo, the store was empty. I was the only nigga in that joint. I grabbed a jersey, went to the dressing room. Dumbass. Put that bitch on, put my hoodie on top of that joint. I walked out, you know, whistling in my phone, like chilling. And Luke walked up. He said, yo, you're not getting that jersey? I said, I said, what jersey? He said, the joint you walking in the back with. I was like, oh, shit. You know, he ain't even fit me for real, dog. You know, he was like, nah, dog, just take it off. Like, I know you got to yeah, take it off. Yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> boy. He thought it was. I, t- I took it off. He said, don't come back ever. I, I tried going back. I went back. Every time I went in that bitch, he would look at me like, yo, just get out. Like, hey, you know what I mean? And that right there was a push to just own my own store. Cause you was a nigga. Yeah, I got, I got banned from my favorite store. So I was like, all right, I'm just making my own favorite store. Dang, that's motivation right there. That's dope. So what do you yeah. do now if somebody if somebody is in that same position that you were in a couple years ago and they go to steal from you, how do you handle that now that you're on the other end? Nigga, I, I set it up. I, I, nah, fuck that. I, I set it up so it can't happen. I don't got no dressing rooms. Oh, for <laughs> <laughs> I don't got no dressing rooms in this bitch. You want to try it on? You can't. <laughs> oh, no, nah, bro. This nigga. Oh. Oh. You're going to catch me slipping. That's funny, yo. That's funny, dog. It's not yeah, I don't got no dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> so, nah, I feel it though. So now you go, how do you, because that's like some like your inspiration becomes or your motivators become your rivals now. Because now you're competing with all these other, you know, buy, trade, and sell stores. So how do you stand out amongst the other stores that do the same thing as you? It's crazy. Excuse me, I got to reposition my camera. My phone's down. So Are you good? But, um... Especially, bro, it's like, like black, black can attest to this. But if you come to the store, you realize that our, our store, we got, we got good inventory. We got it twisted, but like, our shit is more about the, uh, the vibe and the environment. You feel me? Like, we all cool ass niggas. You come in here, bro. You go upstairs. We're probably rolling up. Niggas is drinking. Niggas is playing video games. Niggas is taking good photos. Niggas is chilling, vibing. Downstairs, mad professional. You know, you come in. We talk music. We talk fashion. Like, like it's just dope. You walk in our store, you, you don't feel like a stranger. You know, you just vibe out and you kind of like you So anybody can go upstairs? Hell no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but if you're cool enough, then come upstairs. Like, we ain't doing shit up there. That's... Nah, it ain't if you're cool enough. If we know you, you can pull up. If not, get the fuck. So what you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you see, 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 you see,
That's crazy with it, man. <laughs> so you say you but, uh, roll up, do y'all smoke in there too? Hell no. After hours. Oh. Right, 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 right now, we smoke upstairs. We have mad windows in here so we can air it out, you know? Oh. But, um, I was, but it's like, our vibe was so cool that, like, you know, like, uh, when niggas were protesting? Yeah. Um, about like six months ago. And you know how Ronchi got looted? Yeah. So they didn't touch our store, thank God. Just because I feel like everybody that was protesting and looting, we knew them already, you know? Like, we, like all, the homies are the homies. Like, I don't want to say we're protected, I guess. You can, I don't want to use that word, but it's like, people, people generally fuck with us, you know? Like, I think they're looking around, too, kind of like culture vulture-esque, mm. you know? Like, robbing culture, so, like, everybody yeah. was gunning for them, you know? But our store was, like, the one that everybody was like, nah, don't touch that, you know? Oh, that's a blessing. So, you got love in the city. 100%, man. It's like, you can't, you can't, you can't fake that. You can't copy that. You can't mimic that. You yeah. So what's the best, what's the, and Black, I'm going to get to you in a second because you're the DJ here, but there, what's the, uh, what's the, like, best or most prized thing that, or a piece of inventory that you guys got to you, like, for yourself? Or, like, this invent, this uh, piece wait, of inventory. No, that you, that you've, like, had or you sold that you guys got and you're like, dang, like, this is fire, like, this is dope. I, I ain't going to hold you, bro. <laughs> in, the, in the three years that I've owned this damn store, these joints right here. The disc that just came out. The Grinch Kobe, Kobe 6? Yeah, they, they, they originally came out in uh, 2006 or 2007, one of those two years. And I, I just never got them, bro. Never had them, always wanted them. And when they re released, they were hard to get still. And now we got them now. And uh, you know, after Kobe passed, when, uh, it's just yeah. like something you know. So. This is fucking fire. I love these shoes. This is super fire. Man, I told you to hit me up when y'all got some Kobe's. I need some new hooping shoes. Yeah, you said size 9, right? No, heck no. Size 11 and a half. See, see, see. That's why I never hit you up, man. We never got a size 9. Damn, your feet big as hell, nigga. 11 and a half. Yeah, nigga. Black, what size you with? What size you with? 11 and a half or 12. Yo, so why you say it like right. my size is like, like I wear like a white? I, I would think you wear like a, a nine and a half or a 10. You feel me? 11 and a half, 12 is for tall, big niggas. Hmm. You feel me? <laughs> we the same height. Tall, big, fat niggas. Well, how tall are you? 5'10". See, I'm 5'11", but I'm, I'm fat. <laughs> I'm a fat nigga. And Black, I hate you, Black. But I remember I, I, I used to I give you, like, some Jordans, bro, and you would just destroy them Jordans. I'd go to the court and fuck them to you. I'd give them some good Jordans, bro, good ones. Because I'm not back my nigga, but I'm not wearing for real black. You want these Jordans? He's like, yeah, let me get the... I'm thinking Black will swag them up. So he had the court fucking talking <laughs> to them niggas. Up, bro. <laughs> Yelling at niggas. Like, I'm fucking wearing the Jordans and shit. That's a fact. Oh, it was comfortable to ball then. I, 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 all right, so let me tell you this story. You feel me? Um, one of my old shorties, you feel me? Yeah. She pulled up my room at Williams drunk one night, and then um, she had threw up, bro. She threw up in my Kobe's, bro. And mm. I was balling while I was out there. Mm. And I had to wait. So I didn't have no more balling shoes. You feel me? Exactly, bro. Like... I couldn't believe it. I'm like, yo, she missed a trash can and hit my sneakers. Like, what? Yeah. And 
bro, like, I was just like, yo, what's no saving these, bro? It's over. I'm just going to throw them away. You feel me? Like, yeah. yeah I, remember that. I remember that night. That was, that was bad. That was bad. And then I was just like, damn, I'm going to have no more shoes to ball in. So you feel me? And then Derek was, he had his shoes that he wasn't wearing for real. And then I wear them for a little bit. And I'm like, man, I'm about to ball. You feel me? Because <laughs> I see you in class and I see niggas before. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, it. I'm Chris, like, yeah, I close yeah. and go ball. Like, <laughs> fuck that. Nigga, black leave class, see niggas who go right to the course and ball. Go you ain't going to go over there. Ball is light, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> bro. That shit on the court was just a different feel, bro. It was fun. It was all jokes and shit. Everything yeah. was jokes. Yeah. yeah. Everything going around on the court that was going on around the court, bro, was just jokes because I wasn't in no bullshit. Hey, y'all remember when KB? You remember when KB tried to fight me on the courts that night when all Williams went there? Nah, we're playing one on one. No, nah, it was like the football. It was like remember when G and like Devin would get into it, so we would all go to the courts. I think yeah. the KB and the football team was playing, and it was like Devin and them were out there, and like they, we were yeah, fighting over trying, a seat on the bench. You. Yeah, fighting over a seat on the bench. Remember Black? Yeah, I remember that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, so what you gonna do? Fight me, bro? <laughs> Hey, bro, because niggas was tired. He was like, man, come on, bro. I'm trying to sit. He's like, bro, I'm sitting right here. What you talking about, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tried to he tried to sum me. He was like, I don't remember. He was like, get up or something like that. And I ain't want to. Or no, he was trying to tell me to slide down. And I was like, nah, like you could sit where you want to sit right there, something like that. But he was trying. He got mad because I didn't want to. I didn't do what he wanted me to do. <laughs> But in fact, because he was just like, nah, bro, like you, you need to listen type shit. Niggas was like, oh, nah, he's wobbling. Yeah. <laughs> you, need to, you, you need to listen to me. What? <laughs> That's crazy. He ended up being cool, though, because I ended up having a, a a class with him. We was, we was like cordial or whatever. We would say what up. But, uh, Black, how did you uh how did you get into DJing all that? I know you you know you was always a party promoter and things like that. You was always you know holding the vibes. But how'd you get into DJing? Cause bro, I really love music. You feel I me? Mean? When I was in middle school, I was in the band. I played the bass drum. And then high school, I was just really deep in the hip hop and shit like that. And then I just noticed. You feel me? I'm always listening to music no matter what I'm doing. I could be walking down the hall. Yeah. I could be doing some homework. I could be in the cast. You feel me? Yeah. And I was always learning the new music, so I was always heavy on datpiff.com. Um, my mixtapes, you feel me? I knew hip hop, like, you feel me? Shit like that. I'm always trying to find music because I just love the sound, feel me, of music, instruments that is soothing to me. So, um, one day, you feel me? I just seen, I was uh, promoting and stuff like that. So, I was always like behind a DJ shit, like, seeing like how they scratch, how the monitors look and shit. Like, I thought that shit was mad cool, bro, because it's just, it's a big ass game to me. Like, the controllers <laughs> and game. shit, like, the DJ and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, when I like when I went to DJ at uh, Derek uh, store and stuff, bro. I when I brought my stuff, he seen both of my sets. I have the big ass turntables with the big ass mixer, or I have one big ass controller. You feel me? Yeah. And you could use you use that to scratch and all of that stuff, bro. It's like a big ass game to me, but it's fun. You can play with music, and I love playing with music because I think it's cool. I used to be in the car, turning it, turning the volume down, turning it back up. You feel me? Act like I'm fake muting it and shit like that. Like I don't know if y'all used to do that shit, but I used to do that shit. Like you, <laughs> you be fading, like you fading it down. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the volume up. Look, like you, like you fading it down for the club to sing the rest of the lyrics. Exactly, bro. 
Shirley type shit, but Hey, motherfucking, yeah. and I just, I was just like, bro, I love music, so I'm like, instead of me just trying to promote, I'm about to just DJ, bro, because I know I can do my thing on here, I'm good at transitioning and stuff, and I'm learning how to scratch, I'm trying to be a super scratcher, bro, because I think that shit is amazing, you feel me, so, and I just wanted to be a DJ, bro, because music is everything to me, bro, without music, I don't know, bro, I'd probably go stupid, bro. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel, and that's why I got into radio because music I can music I can listen to with any emotion, whether I'm mad, happy, sad, or whatever. It's like a safe haven for me. It's like a I was like a releaser, so I feel the same exact way. So I can I, can, I know how that is, and then like with radio now, like I probably chase this more than even I did with basketball. So. That's how I know I, I love it, like, to what you're saying as well, because, you know, I'm willing to do, uh, like, this is what I do, eat, drink, sleep, shit, you know, music and all this, so. That's a fact. I, I, I definitely feel what you're saying with that. So, how did the whole play, when you guys are deciding, Derek, who you guys want to DJ, how did you end up calling, you know, Black and Black, how often do you do, how often do you DJ at the store? Well, I mean, I haven't DJed in a while because I know they've just been busy and just been taking care of business. I actually DJ there, what has been like about a month or two? About a month. About a month, right? Black DJ, was it the, the grand opening or the grand, the Yeah, the grand opening. It was yeah, the, grand the very first day that we opened in this new location, Black DJ. Yeah. And uh, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even much of a decision for real. Like, once, once we were like about to open, like, I was already talking to Black, and Black was like, yeah, oh yeah, uh, he said, when y'all open? I said, number six, but I was like, oh yeah, I'm DJing. I'm like, I was like, You <laughs> 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 said that said the boss rip, bro. Like, yeah, it was like, oh, I didn't bro. question it. Yeah. It was like, crazy, it was Black, yo, he knocked it out of the park, bro. He, he killed it. So, so good that the following Friday, he DJed it again. And we were, we were supposed to go like on this like uh, every Friday he DJs, but unfortunately we got people that live above us. Yeah. Like, we're like a storefront with an apartment on top. Yeah. So people live above us and they're like complaining about the noise. So we kind of like, cause Shawty teach a class. She's a teacher. So, she's oh. like, so you can't really DJ like that no more then? Nah, because the music is too low, you feel me? And it's like, what's the use? Because the bass from the speakers hitting the roof. So that means it's hitting her floor. Yeah. So it's hitting, you hear it in her apartment type shit. Yeah, so. Black has speakers. It's the speaker knockers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact, bro. This is loud, bro. Like for real. See up there trying I, to teach I barely, fucking trick. That's what's up. That's what's up. So yeah, now, are you going to be black? Are you going to be hosting like or DJing at certain club events now? Because I see you promoting like a flyer. Is that like what your wave is now? Like, are you? What's your? What are you planning on doing with this DJing? All right. So yeah, with my DJing. Start up a team and all of that, me and my mans uh, that uh, we were promoting with. Um, my my bro, you know, y'all know my bro, my boy RJ. RJ, I'm, I'm dropping I'm dropping gems for y'all right now. You feel me? Because this is something in the works we got we got going on. We about to start throwing events and stuff out here, and hopefully in the DMV too. I'm not gonna say hopefully. You speak everything into existence. Yeah. We're gonna be throwing events out here in Richmond and in the DMV. You feel me? Because we he from DC and I'm from Arlington. You feel me? We might as well. And we got our peoples out there, so we gonna bang up a, a party out there too. But we about to um start our own our own team. I'm gonna let y'all know about what's going on with that soon. I'm about to get the license and all of that extra stuff going on for business and all of that yeah. so that everything's supplied you feel me so i'm about to start an entertainment business so that's going to be club uh events concerts you feel me um 
and probably like host weddings and birthdays and different things like that, bro. Get into really like, entertainment, bro, and like have shows. So not only with music, uh, music, probably try to do like some comedy type thing. You feel me? Acting all type, bro. I'm trying to reach out. You feel me? And that's what I'm getting into right now. A whole lot of plans going on right now with everything. You feel me? So yeah, it's a lot. I wish you much success with that, man. I hope it all pans out for you. Hey, oh, yeah, please believe. And when I start bringing everybody, all these artists and stuff out here, please believe I'm going to be there to meet them and see yeah. I was just about to say that, bro. Like, yo, you, you got to start bringing artists to the city. I was going to say, I'm bringing them to the store, definitely. And then I'm going to have you interview them, Chris. It's going to be lit. You feel me? <laughs> That's so, a bet. Yeah. yeah. You already know, bro. I'm going to bring everything in because I'm paying a bag for them to come and perform. They're only performing for about 30 minutes to an hour. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's a big bag. So why don't my men eat too as well? You feel me? You get to interview them as well type shit after the show. Y'all get to see y'all get Dude, that's a bad young boy to the city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to turn it up for real. I got big plans. I'm, I'm kind of in the back line right now. Like I just launched my business again type shit. Like with my logo. I got a new logo. I got a cartoon coming out too. And then I have my um, ENT business logo coming out as well. So I got a lot of surprise coming up in February, bro. Black History Month is lit. <laughs> That's what's up. Hey, hey, Derek, what's those ones you just put on the shelf? Uh, right above you. It was like red and black. Are those are those black toe ones? Nah, these are breads. Oh, uh, which size you got in those? Yeah, but there's two of them. Uh, there's a 12 and a 9.5. These are the DMPs from 2009. What? You got any 11s, bro? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I should tell them. Fuck, it's all it's all trying to scramble, man. <laughs> do this on the fly, it's kind of hard. Uh, it's a ten and a half. Uh, I said eleven. Oh, this man said ten and a half. <laughs> you know, hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this man slower some. <laughs> eleven. What is it? What is it? What was it? Jubilee. Oh. Mm, Jubilee elevens. Uh, liquor questions. Thunders, Laney's, Sheesh. Oof, one of my favorite Air Max is Air Max 95, at most of my joints, Animal Packs can play How much are you selling those for? These ones are $250. $250? Those are 11 Those are 11 I know, those are 11 It's a 10 and a half. Damn, I know somebody that I know some if you if you got those in the twelve, I know somebody that may want those if you got those in the twelve. In the twelve? Alright. Um that's it for this wall. I gotta oh, take the case. Case this. Appreciate that. Man, I'm gonna have to pull up one day, man. I ain't I ain't been I ain't been out during this COVID, but I'm gonna have to pull out when this when this joint died down a little bit. Hey, hey, but we COVID friendly over here, bro. We got the hand sanitizer station. Can't come in without a mask. And I'm going to make you with the temperature checker, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> you really got to do that, bro. That shit is dead. Yeah. Hey, so we've been talking about basketball the whole podcast. So I want to know, who do y'all think is the team to beat this year in the NBA? The Lakers. The, the Lakers, fucking Nets. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the Nets. But didn't they, didn't they trade all their big men? Yeah. They, so, bes- yeah, besides of, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, but they got DeAndre Jordan. They got um um who else they got? Cause they got they let Jared Allen go. Yeah, um, but yeah, DeAndre Jordan's not the shot blocker like Jared Allen was. Like that effects. He's not that defensive. Exactly. Yeah, but I, I, I will give. I will give. Hey, wait, they, they, they just lost to the um to the Cavs, right? 
Yeah, they, they lost. The they lost to them twice, and they I think they lost to somebody else. But they they won their last game. They try to chemistry together. I, I feel, and I watched the highlights of the last game. Yo, they are. It's, I think it's interesting to watch. It's, I think it's fun to watch them play together. Mm-hmm. But I just think you're not being the Lakers. Honestly, I, I, yeah. I, so I'm with I'm with Derek. I had my I had my uh pimp I had my pimp uncle on here last episode, and I had uh, another uncle of mine who's an artist. Y'all gotta check that out if y'all ain't check that out. That's a great story, oh, by the way. Your, your, your pimp uncle. Yeah, he's a pimp. Yeah, he's a pimp. So you gotta so check that out. You gotta check that out. But my <laughs> uncles think that the, the like the, we all from like our famous from Brooklyn, so they run that Brooklyn wave though. They think Brooklyn gonna win it this year. I don't think Brooklyn's gonna win it this year. I think the Lakers are gonna hold it down. But I also don't. I think there's only one basketball, and I don't know if those three like they look good on offense, but they're not winning games because they. I don't think they're gonna figure it out this year. And then defensively, none of them are like defensive stoppers. KD is off. He's off ball defender pretty good after leaving the Warriors and learning from the Warriors, but I don't think they have like a defensive presence either to be able to <laughs> contend yeah. for a championship right now. Exactly. And and you're right, we said it's only one ball. But I, I was thinking about it like hey, what do you, what do you think like hear me out, what do you think? What do you think that the Nets took like a thunder approach when it was uh Rush Westbrook, Katie and uh, James Harden? And maybe have like Kyrie and Katie come like start and having Russell come up and having um James Harden come off the bench. Like a six man. See, I, I was, like I could... KD. I mean, James Harden not gonna do that no more because he's elevated beyond that. If they were to do that, it would have to be Kyrie, I think. But they they got all three of them got too big of egos, and that's why I think it's not gonna work either. They got too many egos on the team now. And I, I don't think that too, man. With elevated egos like that, bro, it's just like. So, so like, who's gonna take the last shot? I think like, they're gonna be fighting for that. Yeah, I think two out of the three are good. Like KD, when KD and Harden are playing together, they look good. When Kyrie and KD are playing together, they look good. But when it's all three of them, I don't think it's like numbers show otherwise that from what I saw. But when all three of them are on the team, that's when they losing. Exactly, bro. So. I don't. I don't have too too high hopes for them, bro. I, I do. I'm definitely gonna check out every game that I possibly can. Cause I feel like that's gonna be some interesting basketball to watch. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. But I, I got the Lakers winning it, bro. That that, that LeBron Anthony Davis combo is just fucking insane. Yeah, they so, they gel really I, good I, I together. Them. What you think about the exactly, Clippers? Bro. Man, I think from Ashley. I'm fucking Ashley Clippers. They some bums, bro. Like, yo, yo, Paul George. Paul George. That nigga, he swear he the nicest nigga on the court. He swear he the nicest, bro. I, I think Paul George is, is one of the worst players. Dang, <laughs> the worst player. No, all right, nah, 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 not the worst. I, I just, I just think he's, I think he's hyped up, man. I feel like he doesn't produce in the finals, uh, in the, uh, in the, in the playoffs ever. I think he's just not a producer, bro. Well, he produced the, in when he was with the Pacers. And he produced when uh, then he produced when he was with OKC. I know I know that regular season he was an MVP con- candidate, but I don't remember how he played during the playoffs in OKC. But then he played all right. I, I, I think he played all right, but I, th- I, I think that's that's like that's his story. It's always his all right playing, bro. It's like yeah, Kawhi Kawhi was, was killing it, bro. And you needed Paul George to show up to help Kawhi yeah. at that moment, bro. And I feel like Paul George didn't show up the way he needed to show up, bro. Yeah, I can't argue with you. Last year, he did definitely play like some dodo, but. Yeah, I was reading some shit that did like didn't Paul George like didn't he like he he asked for like a, a a lot of money? Then he asked for like mad special treatment. 
Like, wasn't he getting like 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 superstar status treatment? Just yeah, to, that's why that's why uh, Montrezl Harrell wasn't happy because he was getting superstardom uh, treatment and he wasn't producing in the playoffs. That's fucking but. But exactly. he did put in a lot of work to get to that superstar status, though. It was not like it's not like Patrick Beverly is asking for this this status, you know. <laughs> nah, bro, I'm not gonna lie. He would deserve that too, though, bro. He's super. He Mr. Clamps. You're crazy. He's not a superstar, <laughs> though. He's not a superstar. Mr. Clamps. <laughs> he's Mr. Clamps. Um, only reason why he not only reason why he not a superstar because he don't be scoring like that. That nigga jump shot is trash. That's yeah. what. That, yeah, a superstar got to score. No, there's no there's lockdown player that's a superstar. Definitely Mr. Clamps. Hey, what did Russell Westbrook say about uh, about Patrick? He said, he said that nigga be tricky, y'all. <laughs> 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 and, and how do y'all feel about the 76s? Because I think the 76s look probably as best as they've ever looked after making this little Doc Rivers change. They got some shooters around Ben Simmons now. Uh, I can't really speak for the whole team. I, I'm, I'm just... Uh, I think Ben Simmons is, is. I think he'll just never ever develop a jump shot. <laughs> I think. Um, I, I guess it just. It's not gonna happen. I, I want a lot for Ben Simmons, but I, I just don't think he's gonna ever gonna elevate. I think he's just gonna stay where he's at forever. So I mean, we'll see what the Sixers do. I feel like you gotta build around Ben Simmons. He said. Like, he, he, hey, Black. He said you're gonna stay at that same position forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, I get where you're coming from, though, because I don't understand why he can't get the fundamentals of shooting but he a big man at heart low key but he's been playing the two three guard all his life the fake one but we all know he, and he, he be wilding the fuck out bro I got my, one of my friends is a 76ers fan and he'd be like yo you just like Ben Simmons they'll lose by like 30 points like well before this year they would lose by like 30 points and he, he'd be flossing in this uh, in this in this race <laughs> He got the uh, he had he got this wraith this range and some other car I think it's a Ferrari he always be flossing in them joints and he'd be posting up after they lost and he'd be like yo you just lost by thirty like why are you why are you flossing on the gram right now he don't give a he was the nicest player at he just hey this nigga said would you would you rather cry in this Toyota or this Maybach <laughs> hey now real quick I gotta. I gotta ask you about this, Derek. So What's up, you said the other day. The other day, it looked like you just uh, you ordered that Conor McGregor fight, right? And you said yeah. that uh, UFC is more interest, more entertaining than, or more interesting, I believe, one of the two, more entertaining yeah. or interesting yeah. than boxing. Uh, Why do you feel that way? Because uh, I've never watched UFC like uh, I don't know the right word for it, but I think like squeamish. Like I can't watch niggas get their bones broken. Yeah. So like I'll see highlights of niggas in like arm bars and they like snap at the arm. Yeah. And when I see that, I'm like, yo, I'm not, I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> so I never watched it. I always watch boxing and like my homies out here, man, like they're like fighting fanatics. Like they love UFC and boxing. So it was like when the Conor McGregor fight came out, obviously we like we watching that shit. You know? Yeah. So I was like, all right, I guess this is my first time watching a UFC fight. But just watching it, bro, like, yo. You can, see, you can see people connect on so many different ways. With just punching in the face, which is one. You can see body shots. You can see kicks. You can see you can see full fledged. Um, what's the word? Like strategy and talent in how you fight. Like you yeah. even watching the Conor McGregor fight. Like the the nigga he was fighting was kicking him. Yeah. Conor would grab his leg. Like he'd, he'd catch the leg. You know. Yeah. And like that's just pure. That's pure 
as a pure fighter, you know. Like, boxing kind of uh, restricts you to just, you know, boxing. You know, like, you only hit the head, you can't do, you can't grapple, you can't do a lot of other stuff, you know. Yeah. And yeah. you'll see it's a pure fighting. And now you see who's a better fighter because now you can win with you can win with, with punching, you can win with grappling and wrestling, you can win with submission, you can win with a lot. However, however you can win, you can win. Yeah, and it was interesting to watch that. Like, like I watched the pre-fights. The shorties, short, <laughs> one shorties beat the brakes off the other shorty, dog. And it was it was so interesting to watch, man. So. I like it. I, I love it now. I'm a UFC fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, UFC fanatic, man. Yeah, so I grew up on boxing too, cause like my family and my family and neighbors, we used to have fight parties. So boxing was like everything. So like every Saturday that there was like a Evander Holyfield fight or Roy Jones fight, a Floyd fight, like we was watching that drink. And so I, I'm big on boxing, but UFC is like this new, like modern day thing now. Like everybody's you know veering off to like, and they're saying the same thing that you're saying, but just like you said well when i fight i don't like to kick either so it's a different stats like i don't i don't know how to do all them like spinning kicks and like them jump flip kicks and all that stuff so that don't really that's don't really like pique my interest but i also grew up on boxing but when you see somebody and like you're saying there's more things that you're able to do like these people are doing all types jiu-jitsu and all this other you know fighting styles and um you look at it you're like man like this is like gross it's also thinner gloves. Like the gloves are on this thick. So when you're yeah, seeing like, like a punch, like padding on it, but yeah, it's all thin. exactly. So like you Chris, see, I, yo, I saw a nigga roundhouse a nigga face off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, wow. <laughs> I, know you, I know y'all seen the one when dude ran up on the gate and kicked him in his face. Yeah, they be doing some crazy stuff, bro. They be doing some some shit. Yeah, like some Tekken shit. Yeah. Like, Whoa. Yeah. So. They definitely be doing some crazy stuff. Black, which one are you more into? Boxing or UFC? I'm going to say boxing because I think, you, I mean, with any type of fight, you got to have immaculate focus. You feel me? But, yeah. like, there's the restrictions where you can't use your feet. So it's all hand movement. So it's only certain things you can do. That's really chestnut checkers. You feel me? Yeah, so sure. you got to really read it. Like, the craziest like um what is it like counter punching and dodging person i've ever seen other than mayweather but like really flawlessly after somebody tried to throw the combo is canelo he's dangerous his head movement is nasty like i've seen him dodge a six punch combo with ease you feel me and just walk off like yeah that was nothing like what's next and do it again like making people frustrated like in mayweather too bro the prettiest boxer, you feel me, since Muhammad Ali, bro. He's dangerous too. Like defense. I think I think that shit's amazing, bro. What about Mike Tyson? You just gonna skip over Mike? No, 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 Whoa. my man. Excuse me. Mike Tyson as well. <laughs> Tyson is different too though. His head movement was crazy too, but it was his ducking skills and his counter punches was nasty too. Because yeah. he always had a hook or a nasty uppercut after he died something. Yeah. His work was Bro, like, so. Yeah, so he would throw I mean, a punch to the body and then the uppercut. Those were that was just like specialty move right there. Mike Tyson and Floyd are my Mike Tyson Floyd and then Roy Jones. I grew up on I grew up on them, but those are my favorite fighters. Um, yeah, Mike is an animal, man. Oh, I watched the highlights the other day. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Another dude who was good, but just I don't think he, I don't know if he didn't train hard enough, but he had the endurance late in rounds. Was Zab Judah? Zab Judah's my—he was my guy too. You know about Zab Judah? What? You said what? I haven't watched. I haven't watched any highlights of Zab. I need to watch them. 
Yeah, yeah Zab. Zab was quick, bro. He 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 had uh he was beating Floyd, but Floyd was just more. He had more experience, and then he he trained better than Zab Judah. Right, but he was beat. He okay. was beating Floyd. Yo, Floyd is probably, if not the hardest worker in the boxing, you feel me, league. One of the hardest boxing, uh, hardest training boxers, bro. You yeah. don't know how to stop training, bro. He's dangerous. Shane almost had him, too. You remember that fight against Shane? Shane Mosley, Shane Mosley, he buckled his knees. I was like, yo. But to have the presence to grab his arm after you got hurt like that, like he he's a, he's really experienced in the ring. IQ, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. But all right, that just about does it. I'm going to holler at you the next time you pay your cell phone bill or pay that Spotify payment or pay Apple. You know, we're out of this yeah. piece. Did y'all want to go? Y'all want to go ahead and give y'all social media anything? Can you go ahead, Derek? Yeah, yeah. Follow me on Instagram at underscore, underscore, U-C-H, underscore, underscore. And uh, follow my store at Rotate RVA on Instagram, man. You already know, it's DJ Blacknificent. Follow your boys, DJ B-L-A-Q. N-I-F-I-C-N-T. Black, biggie, biggie, black, biggie, biggie, black. Come on, you know what time it is, bro. It's always about like peace and blessings, prosperity, and positivity. They be yes, calling me. They be calling me. They be calling me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but uh, go check out my YouTube channel. You can search my YouTube channel at Chris S. Miller's Rent. Or just hit the link I'm gonna have the description in here. I'm gonna have an interview up there dropping soon with Miss Chris. And I didn't forget the dollar sign that's gonna be dropping soon. Follow me on Instagram is Chris period Miller underscore underscore. Twitter is Chris Miller05. We out. Hit that link, baby.